What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 181, where I will talk about week number seven of college football, where Michigan plays Indiana, Michigan State plays Rutgers, and then you have the most exciting matchup in Division Two of all year, and it is top five teams, GVSU, playing Ferris State. So really excited about that. Going to be the best game all year long in Division Two. so definitely tune into that. But let's talk about lots of exciting things coming this weekend so let's get into it with Michigan versus in my opinion probably the worst team in the Big Ten in Indiana Indiana just hasn't been playing very well this year they barely beat Akron a couple weeks ago they had to force the game to go into overtime ends up winning 29-27 since then they just weren't good against Maryland they did destroy Indiana State but that's Indiana State and then they just haven't really been super close with any other team. I think a lot of this has to do with kind of Tom Allen, though. I think he hasn't been very good as a head coach in the last couple of years. I believe a couple of years ago, especially around the COVID season, Tom Allen in Indiana was great. They were one of the best, better teams in the Big Ten. And ever since then, that program really has taken a dive really steep down so it just hasn't been good offense continues to struggle their starting quarterback and Taven Jackson he has about over 800 yards passing 862 yards uh, he does have three interceptions and two touchdowns never really a good sign for your team when one of your starting quarterbacks that have started this year has more interceptions than touchdowns that just kind of shows you what this offense is like. Running the ball, Indiana just isn't great either. So overall, this Indiana team offensively is just not very good. And if you want to be a team like Michigan, you're either going to have to be really good offensively or really good defensively. And defensively, Indiana is not there either. Um, Indiana ends up giving up about 44 points in the last game against Maryland, which that Maryland offense is pretty good. But I think Michigan will be able to score more points than that. I don't think this is going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a competitive game. I think, again, Michigan will have their stars out by middle of the third quarter, maybe early fourth quarter. I think that this could be kind of the game that ends things for Coach Allen over in Indiana. I just don't think it's going to be relatively close. I don't see any chance that Indiana keeps this game competitive to say the least honestly the only reason why indiana might be able to keep this game somewhat competitive in my opinion is the storm there's going to be a lot of very bad weather around michigan indiana stuff like that so maybe that will keep the game close but again you have a offense in michigan that will continue to run the ball down your throat over and over and over and they've shown that they can do that almost against anyone unless Michigan is fumbling the ball, which Michigan really hasn't had too many issues with that, at least under Blake Corum. Donovan Edwards, I think, have had a little bit of an issue with that. But under Blake Corum, you're going to trust giving him the ball 20, 30 times, which Michigan really hasn't done that very much this year. They're kind of using three or four running backs this year, which kind of surprises me. They're not really using Blake Corum as much as I thought. They're not using Donovan Edwards a whole lot either. So going to be interesting to see what kind of that game plan is going forward but if you're a Michigan fan this is just another game that you have zero concerns with you're going to be able to stop this offense of Indiana 
they don't really provide any threats to any team in my in my humble opinion and I think probably a ton of other people's opinions defensively Michigan's just going to shut them down. They're going to shut down a lot of teams. And this is just going to be kind of the same review going into this game. Like, honestly, every single game before this. Like, I did say against Nebraska, I thought Nebraska maybe be able to be somewhat competitive. Just because it's at Nebraska, it's never super easy to go at Nebraska. We've seen Michigan have much better teams than Nebraska, go at Nebraska and struggle. They did not do that this year. So, again, don't expect really this to be a very competitive or close game. So I think Michigan dominates this game and honestly probably covers. I don't really know what the spread is right now, but whatever the spread is, it's going to be probably at least a three-touchdown favorite, and honestly it should be because this Indiana team, like I said, is the worst team in the Big Ten, in my opinion, and particularly not close. The only reason why people might argue another team in the Big Ten, especially another team in the state of Michigan, is because of what happened last year at the last game. Don't expect that to happen again, while I hope not. So, yeah, I expect Michigan to roll in this game and stay undefeated going forward. So let's go on over to... Michigan State at Rutgers. This will be a much closer game, in my opinion. It is going to be affected by the weather, and I think a lot of these games are, like I said earlier. But it's going to be a very good and competitive game, in my opinion. I believe last time I checked, Rutgers was a a 5.5-point favorite going into this game. A big game for Michigan State. If you want to stay bowl eligible... at least have a chance you have to get this win it's also a big game because like a lot of the rumors going around it seems like Kane Hauser will be making his first start at Michigan State in this game and he is going to be a freshman he's going into Rutgers that have overall had a pretty good defensive team this year and I was listening to someone that covers Rutgers and he was kind of describing their defense and it just seems like they're extremely hungry defense they're very physical they fly around the field and honestly that's why it seems like a lot of Rutgers fans really likes this team because of how physical because of how hard they play and this defense is not honestly a joke in my opinion I know they gave up 31 points against Michigan but if you look at how many points Michigan has been scoring this year that's not a whole ton of points you also have only 24 points for Wisconsin, which it was a loss last week. But this defense is going to make Michigan State make plays, in my opinion. And that's where Michigan State's offensive line and Nathan Carter comes into play. And the importance of both of them, because it's going to be rain. And you're going to have a quarterback that's going to be starting for his first time on the road. And what I say in a hassle, hassle environment, I don't really necessarily know and uh, Rutgers really never seems like a super hostile environment. At least it's not like going at Michigan, going at Penn State, going at Ohio State, or maybe even like at Iowa or something like that. I don't think it's going to be as hostile of an environment as you would see in other Big Ten schools. And I'm just being completely honest, it's Rutgers. Rutgers under Greg Schiano has improved though, so I do expect that crowd to be a little bit better than what it has been. 
But again, if you're going to have a freshman make his first start at quarterback for your team, this is kind of the game to do it. And I think this is really important to talk about. And if you're Harlan Barnett and Kane Hauser, let's say, struggles, like he makes like a bad throw or something or makes a bad decision, I think the most important thing here is that he has to give Kane Hauser a ton of leash. Like he can't just like have him struggle for a quarter and then go back to Noah Kim. Like what kind of message is that sending to Kane Hauser? That's sending, hey, you know what? We gave you a chance, you struggled, but we're going to go back to a quarterback that's already been struggling for the last like 11 plus quarters. You're going to have to give Kane Hauser a long leash. If you do make a move though, let's say you, he decides to make a move, I think you have to go to the other quarterback, the other young quarterback in Sam Levitt, because we've already kind of seen what Noah Kim has done this year. We've already seen him struggle for the last like three games, so you really can't honestly go back to him in my opinion. But this is a big game, especially for the offensive line for Michigan State, because one, it's going to be raining, and two, this defense is going to be better than what some of the teams that they've seen. I thought they did pretty well against Iowa, and I think if they're able to run the ball and get down the field and not make errors, I think Michigan State could possibly win this game. I don't. I think it could be a similar game to kind of like what it was in like 2021 when Michigan State and Kenneth Walker got out of that game with a pretty close and competitive game. I think that's going to be a lot of what this game is going to be. And I think Michigan State does end up actually getting the win. I would be kind of surprised if they doesn't, if they don't. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One, I think Kane Hauser will perform better than Noah Kim has. And I think he'll take care of the ball more. And I was listening to another show, um, like with Jason Strayhorn and all, and all those guys. They had Malik Carr on. And he was saying, hey, we just need to make make less mistakes when you clear up these mistakes and honestly hopefully they do because you're coming off of a bye week you're going to have to fix those things and if you do fix those things then maybe you can possibly get that get the win the other thing is the importance of stopping Rutgers running the ball Rutgers offensively is known for their tough physical running ability it's not known for their quarterback. If you're Michigan State, and this isn't very said very often, especially for the last couple of years, I think you have to make Rutgers throw the ball. One, because of the weather, it's going to be difficult. But two, you have a quarterback in Gavin Wimsett that hasn't been very good at throwing the ball. He doesn't make a ton of great throws. He makes quite a few errors as well. He's just your average blow average kind of throwing quarterback. He's your dual threat quarterback that is more lethal running the ball and having the ball in his hands than throwing it. And if Michigan State is able to keep him within the packet contained, then you have a really good chance to be very good defensively. And if you are there and you don't make the mistakes, you force Gavin Wimson to throw, you don't have blown coverages, then hey, maybe again, maybe you get that win. So that's kind of really the keys for Michigan State is one, you have to be able to run the ball, don't make mistakes, don't have drive-killing penalties, which they've had, it seems like, almost every long drive or drive-killing mistakes by either throwing a pick or fumbling the ball. And also, you have to force 
Rutgers to throw the ball a little bit. If they if you force Rutgers to throw the ball in this game and you have decent coverage, which hasn't been really an issue the last few weeks, then yeah, you win this game. Now, if you allow Gavin Wimsett to get out of the packet or you force him to not throw the ball and Rutgers is able to run the ball, then yeah, I think this is going to be a closer game or I think it, this is going to be a loss. So if you're Michigan State, I think you have to plan around forcing him to throw the ball and hoping that he makes some mistakes, which he has throughout this season. I know he has two interceptions, but I think it's just more of like the teams that he's played and not saying that about Michigan because Michigan's by far the best team that he's played this year. But I also think Gavin Wimson is just not a great throwing quarterback. And even the Rutgers guy even said that. So he basically said, just force him to throw the ball and you'll probably get in this game. So yeah, that's really it for kind of the Michigan State Rutgers coverage. Last thing I really want to talk about, at least for football, you got GVSU versus Ferris State playing this weekend huge game for both of these teams they're both top five teams in the country in division two going to be really exciting it's been really close the last few years i believe gvsu um at least last year has gotten the better of ferris state and then ferris state got the better in the playoffs so lots to play in this game will gvsu defend the gliac title or will ferris state get it back but i'm sure no matter what happens both of these teams will be in the playoffs and probably will run into each other again because these are top five teams talent wise in the country and you have both two great coaching staffs you have tonia anise that has done great things over at ferris he's won back-to-back national championships and then you also have the new coach over at gvsu as well that kind of seems like he's continuing the winning over there and playing extremely tough teams because honestly GVSU's overall probably has played a tougher schedule than Ferris State but also Ferris State did go to play FCS powerhouse Montana so you can at least say they did that last thing I want to talk about is Red Wings Red Wings had their first game of the year where they end up losing I believe three to two in a tough loss uh they did get two goals though they got one from sprung which opened up the year with the first goal as a red wing they also got a goal and his first career goal with the red wings to brink it which is really awesome to see uh but outside of that they did very well in that first period the first period they absolutely dominated they looked like the much better team second period they got absolutely dominated uh, Jack Hughes ends up scoring two goals. One of those goals was just an insane angle. Just shows you how good Jack Hughes is as a hockey player. Third third period, uh, they score late. Actually, no, I believe it wasn't 3-2-2. I, I believe the Red Wings actually scored three goals. I think it was more like three or four, I believe. Yeah, but they end up losing this game. And it was a heartbreaking loss. I think uh, Huso played pretty well in this game but first game of the year I don't think a lot of overreaction should happen I've heard they played very well in certain aspects of things and then they have to clear up certain other things as well defensively I heard outside of um, Mo Sider and Weldman I think I believe outside of those two not really great defensively offensively again kind of issues hitting the post several times i believe in the first period they hit the post two or three times and 
at least they did that throughout the game. So going to have to convert on those chances as well. But yeah, that's kind of really it for episode number 181. Lots to talk about. Um, biggest game this weekend in college football has to be Oregon versus Washington. That's going to be an absolutely spectacular game. Those are top teams in this country. And wish I could be watching that, but we'll be watching a couple other games. So, yeah, that's it for episode number 181. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to the episode. Wait, sorry, before I end it, I want to talk last thing about Michigan State basketball. Uh, Midnight Madness is tonight. Basketball is finally back. I believe they play their first game in like 13 days. Like It's like a exhibition against Hillsdale, so... Got a little while, I believe it's like 30 days until actual games start, but Midnight Madness is a go for Michigan State, going to watch some of those new players, see the new team, going to get excited, so yeah, we got Michigan State basketball, Michigan basketball is starting up soon as well, they're at least practicing, I don't exactly know right now when their first exhibition game is definitely should check that out but yeah that's it for episode number 181 hopefully you enjoy this weekend's games and next week we got hate week between michigan state and michigan